As you shape your goals and your mindset for 2023, make sure to prepare for the worst and hope for the best. When you're prepared for anything mentally, spiritually, and strategically, you have increasingly better odds of still winning. Intentions matter. However, daily action is better. Because regardless of how you feel or what you intend to do, action will always be better. Welcome back to Spartan Leadership. I'm your host, Josh Kosnick, and I am excited today. Uh, you got me solo. Uh, we're going to talk through 2023 and why you will not hit your goals if you don't follow these steps. But 2023 is special for me because 23 is one of my favorite numbers. It happens to be the day of my birth. I won't give you the year at this point, but uh, 23 is a, is a very special number in my life. And I hope that you are as excited about hitting the ground running this year as I am. We're recording this on January 11th. When it's released next week, we'll already be through the midpoint of January. And for all of you that are New Year's resolutioners or just new goal setters, I hope that you are still on track through the midpoint of January. But if you're not, I want you to get back on track the very next day. I have a rule in my life not to miss twice. You know, there's days where shit happens, uh, where you get through an overwhelming amount of stuff uh, or just stuff is thrown at you uh, that is completely unexpected and that distracts you from your goals. That is natural. Don't miss twice. That would be my advice. All right, so let's get into this. I will make this quick uh, as I can because I want you to hit your 2023 goals in a smashing fashion and hopefully by June. So here we go. There's something about it the new year that really gets us all excited about our goals. I don't know what it is. We jump over an imaginary line between December 31st and January 1st. We really could have started on December, let's say 14th if we wanted to. But some of us have fiscal years, some of us, uh, for whatever reason, we're waiting to get through the holidays, maybe it's family stress, or whatever that may be. But here you are in the middle of January, attacking or hopefully attacking your goals. The hard truth is most of you aren't going to hit your goals. I know that might be hard to hear. But the reasons are numerous. And I'll just give you one big one. You haven't fixed your stinking thinking yet. You're still operating with the same thoughts that you had last year. Well, research has shown that we have about 60,000 thoughts that go through these noggins every single day. And about 90% of those are the same as they were the day before. So if we do some quick math and just go 365 days, multiply that out, that's 22 million thoughts on the year. It's a pretty astounding number. Now, here's more astounding. 20 million of those are the exact same thoughts that you've had all year, and many of them all of your life. So how do we improve that thoughts ratio? How do we get new thoughts? How do we get started going towards our goals? And how do we pave new pathways in our upper brain and start to erode some of those negative patterns in our lower brain? 
Well, you've heard this one before. Read. How about that? It's a novel idea, but reading nonfiction books, expanding your emotional vocabulary, your intellectual capacity, getting at least 10 pages in per day or a half hour. For some of you, that might be even a little arduous. So maybe it's just one page per day to start and then progress from there. For me, I do that in the morning. Uh, Many of you know I have four young kids. The house is quite loud. Uh, The only quiet time I have during the day is before everyone gets up. So I get up first in the household. My alarm is 5.04 a.m. We can get into why it's a weird number like that at a different time. But 5.04 a.m., that alarm goes off. I'm up. I do my bathroom stuff. I get the coffee going, although I don't drink it for an hour or two. There's important science behind that as well. I get hydrated first and foremost. I do some breathing exercises. Wim Hof, shout out. Uh, He's been a great mentor in my life, uh, learning about his story and the breathing exercises and the science behind those. Then I get into my reading. So I'm going to read at least 10 pages. More often than not, it is more than that. Uh, And again, that is during my quiet time. All right, another tactic. Get involved with people that help elevate who you are. That could be joining a mastermind. That could be joining a major entrepreneurial group like Arate, Apex, and many others. You are, you've heard it, you've probably heard this said before, but you are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with and the books you read. And I'll throw in there the podcast that you listen to. So, including this one, because all my intentions with this podcast is to impact and inspire and make sure that we have as big of an impact as possible. So hopefully you share this episode as well. So make sure you're elevating your crew. Why do we get stuck in those thought patterns, those 20 million thoughts that were repeated from yesterday or last year? Well, you're hanging out with some of the same people that you've hung out with your whole life and they're not elevating. They're not trying to go where you're trying to go. So you need to get involved and around some relationships with people that are where you're trying to go or are on the same path as you. What I love about some of the people I've surrounded my life in my life is that they want me to win and I want them to win. And some of them are in my very same industry. And I want to give a shout out to them as well, because some are business and leadership coaches, performance coaches that I inherently compete against or cross over with. And I believe there's room for all of us. But what's awesome about these relationships is we help each other and we want each other to win. Those are the relationships you want in your life. Here's a big one. Seek coaching, therapy, or a mentor. All three of those serve different purposes at different times in your life. And uh, the right one, if if you choose correctly, can be really, really effective. And you have to commit to the work. I think one of the things we were talking about recently, a, a group of mine, a group of men that I'm involved with in a mastermind, we're talking about therapy and the negative connotation with it. Therapy can be just as effective, if not more effective as a coach, but a coach is like, oh, I got this notch on my belt 
of I'm, I'm leaning into someone that's helping me along and so, same way with a mentor. But therapy has this stigma with it still. And oftentimes, they're just trying to release some of those bad thoughts so that you can move forward. Very similarly to a coach or mentor as well. So I hope as a society, as with this mental health evolution uh, and kind of buzzwords as we're starting to see more momentum around that, is that therapy or a counselor, we can start to lose the negative stigma around that. And we actually go to seek them being proactive instead of reactive. So think about which one of those you need in your life and act. Get, get them, get involved, get a coach, get a mentor, get a therapist, get all three if you need it. I want you to win and win big in 2023. And I know you want to win big. So here's what you need to do. Number one, take stock of what went wrong this past year. If you haven't already, hopefully you have, because again, we're in the middle of January. But if you haven't, there is no learning without reflection. If you haven't reflected on what's gone wrong in the past year, it's likely that you're to repeat those same mistakes. So let's make sure that you did a SWOT analysis or something that helps you reflect on, hey, I hit these goals and here's what I did to hit them. And here's what I need to repeat to hit these next year's goals. Or I didn't hit this goal and here's why I didn't hit it. I didn't commit to daily action or this roadblock I didn't anticipate got in my way. How do I avoid that roadblock or how do I get around that roadblock the next time that comes up? That's with reflection. That's how you learn. Otherwise, you're bound to repeat those mistakes. Number two, take time to address some of your deep-seated or deep-rooted negative beliefs. Again, we talked about therapy, coaching, or otherwise. Mindset is king. Do not forget it. Your mindset, how you speak to yourself, is extremely important. The words, I am, and then whatever follows that, you are going to manifest that in your life. Okay? So make sure that you are saying, I am, and something powerful. Do not demean yourself. All of us, including myself, can catch ourselves and say, I'm an idiot. After making a simple mistake, and yet we don't know that that actually is planting a seed in our mindset that could prevent us from doing something great if we let it fester. But I won't uh, belabor or beat that point up too bad. Number three, set up your environment personally and professionally to win. Okay, here's what I mean by that. There's a lot of different ways. If you haven't read the book Atomic Habits by James Clear, he talks about environment a lot. So please pick that book up. It is a, uh, it's highly recommended by me and many others. <clears throat> Here's a couple questions for you. Are there friends or family you need to disassociate with this year to hit your goals? Even if it's temporary, even if it's a six-month hiatus or a year hiatus to make sure you're on your best path. Now, when it is family, I will tell you this, you're going to get pushback. And they're going to make you feel some type of way about trying to pull away from them. You're going to get all the stuff about, but it's family. Don't you love me? And yes, you do love them. And you're doing this for them and for you. But just like on an airplane, when 
every time we get on an airplane, the, the uh, flight attendants, almost said stewardess, I guess that's not appropriate anymore, but the flight attendants give us uh, instruction, the oxygen mass drop, and who do we put it on first? Ourselves. Because if you're not breathing and passed out, you can't help anyone else. That analogy is as true on a plane as it is in your life. Does your pantry need to be cleaned out of highly processed foods? If you have diet or nutrition or physical fitness as a goal this year, do you need to fix yourself around the perimeters of the grocery store and not even enter the middle? Because if you notice all the fresh foods, the not processed foods around the perimeter of the grocery stores, the highly processed foods, which we're so indoctrinated to eat in our culture, are in the interior of the grocery store. Do you need to cancel a Netflix subscription, Hulu, or any other streaming service, the infinite amounts of streaming services that we have now? Do you need to cancel it? One of the great examples in James Clear's book, An Environment, is our subconscious mind is so powerful. If you have a bowl of M&Ms on your counter, you will often throughout the day go and grab a handful of those and not even think about it and shove them in your mouth. So replace that bowl of M&Ms with a bowl of fruit. And then subconsciously, watch, you'll grab an apple instead of a handful of M&Ms. Number four, here's a really big one that I don't think a lot of people think about. Negotiate the price up front. Negotiate the cost up front. What is it good that nothing happens, especially nothing great happens, without you paying a price for that goal. Paying a price could be as simple as this. Yes, a gym membership could cost something, but it's also your time in going to the gym. That is a price you're going to have to pay to get in the shape that you want to get in, to be in the health that you want to get in. But Kobe Bryant had a great story. Uh, he was in the offseason. It was just after uh, the Lakers won a championship. And he was given an interview. I think it was a late night uh, show uh, where he was asked about his off-season regimen. And he was going through it, and the interviewer, I can't remember again who it was, was shocked as to how hard he was working. And he asked questions like, do you ever take a day off? Do you ever think about not getting up at 4 a.m. or 3 a.m. to do that first workout so you can get in two more workouts throughout the day? And he's like, nah. He was actually kind of taken back that the interviewer would even ask him that. Like it didn't even resonate with his ethos. And the reason it didn't is, and he goes on to explain is, I negotiated with myself after we won the championship as to what I was willing to do in the offseason to get better, to help my team get better. Therefore, I don't have to negotiate with myself on a daily basis as to what I need to do to get better. Because if you do, if you're negotiating with yourself on a daily basis, let's say, again, you adapt my time of getting up at 5.04 a.m., that alarm goes off, and all the thoughts start going through your head of, oh, this bed is so warm. This bed is so comfy. It's cold out there. I don't want to, it's dark out there, especially right now in the winter. Oh, I could just lay here a little bit longer. We've all had these thoughts. So let's make sure that we've negotiated that price up front. And they say, nope, this is what we do. We get up at 5 or 4 a.m. We don't lay here. 
That's what people that aren't going to hit their goals do is lay here and hit snooze. All the little things matter, okay? Commit, number five, commit to daily action towards your goals. Commit to daily action towards your goals. Could be little, could be massive, but make sure that you are committed to daily action to moving the needle forward. And if you don't take these five steps, you're very unlikely to hit your goals in 2023. You could add some, you could remove a couple, possibly, uh, but you got to make sure that you're hitting these five uh, for sure to move forward. So if you do take these steps, I promise the world is your oyster and you will hit your goals in 2023. So as you shape your goals and your mindset for 2023, make sure to prepare for the worst and hope for the best. When you're prepared for anything mentally, spiritually, and strategically, you have increasingly better odds of still winning. Intentions matter. However, daily action is better. Because regardless of how you feel or what you intend to do, action will always be better. And that actually goes back to a previous point. I was, you know, as we were talking about therapy, counseling, coaching, mentors, it's all good to have those. And I, I know a lot of people because I'm in those circles and because I am a coach that have seen people pay gobs of money to be influenced by me or be influenced by a, a major um, coach, whether it's say a Tony Robbins or an Ed Milet, and then they don't take action. You're like, what did you just pay that money for? Be an action taker. Don't just pay money for notoriety or to say you were coached by someone or to say that you're in counseling. Take action. Here's a great example. Americans in January, some of you know this, uh, some of you may not, but my wife and I used to own an Anytime Fitness. It was a successful business that we owned for a while. And uh, we always counted on January, just like every other fitness facility does in the country, for new members, new people wanting to lose weight, get in better physique form, uh, potentially gain muscle mass, gain lean mass, whatever their goals were, January was a hot time for gym memberships and still is. So I think uh, I can't remember the exact revenue jump that January gets uh, offhand. However, 80% of people who join a gym in January will quit within five months. Often, I think it's like around 20% that quit by February, or at least quit going. And that's why gyms make you sign contracts for the most part, because they know the habit. And so then you add on that at the other 80%, I should say another 80% of gym members do not use their membership more than once a month. So you think about wasted dollars, I think about more about wasted intentions. This is not only damaging to your wallet, it's also really, really, really damaging to your psyche. You see, I've in mentoring and coaching, I've said this often, every time you don't keep a commitment to yourself, you erode your self-confidence, and your self-worth. But conversely, every time you do own a commitment or a promise to yourself, you build foundational layers to your self-confidence, your self-esteem, and your self-worth. 
Okay. This is really, really important. If you say you're going to brush your teeth twice a day, brush your teeth twice a day. That's not just a dentist recommendation. If you say it, you do it. Because every time you don't, you're eroding your self-confidence. And every time you do, you are. You may say, sit here and be like, well, Josh, what, what the heck does brushing my teeth have to do with hitting my goals and my self-confidence, all that? It's your word. It's not brushing your teeth. It's your word. That's what builds your self-confidence and your self-esteem. When you own and keep your word. When people look at you and say, that dude is reliable. That means you keep your word. That's one of the highest compliments a person can receive, I think. You're not only reliable to yourself, but you're reliable to others. Keeping our word to ourselves is more important than ever because of what I just described. Because if mindset is king, our self-confidence, self-esteem, and self-worth builds that mindset. So I've given you the blueprint to 2023 to make it your best year ever. The rest is up to you. I cannot wait to see who you become on December 31st, 2023, if you follow these steps. Please email us and let us know along the way how we can help. Uh, reach out. You can find us, joshkosnick.com. Let us know how we can help. Let us know your victories. And let us know who you become on December, 20, or on December 31st of 2023. Still getting used to saying that date. And as always, remember that good and great are the enemies of possible. I want you to remember that this year. So I say that at the end of every episode. I say that at the end of every, every episode. Because there's always be times where we're like, ah, good enough. And that it takes away from what's possible. Even if you're told that you've done a great job. Was it your best? So that's why I always repeat that at the end of the show. And I will always repeat that as a mantra. I want to know in my ethos, I want to know what's possible, what God's given talents and everything he instilled in me. I want to find out what's possible. So I'm going to keep growing and keep pushing myself to find out how far and how infinite the depths of the gifts he gave me are. And I want you to do the same. So again, remember, good and great are the enemies of possible. Lead like a Spartan today. <laughs>